0: 42! Blue! 42! Hut! Hut! Hike! This is the Game Managers on WJLX 101.5, America's one and only sports talk show, breaking down college football's biggest games, latest news, and greatest moments.
1: Are you ready? Because it starts right now.
0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Game Managers Podcast. I am Nick Norris and with me as always is my co-host and self-proclaimed Naked Mole Rat Breeder, Justin Knight.
2: Oh, Naked Mole Rat Breeder. Um, maybe the first of its title, if it's uh, maybe the first of the time. I don't know if any other Naked Mole Rat Breeders, so thank you.
0: I mean, somebody's got to be doing it.
2: That's true. they got to be coming mm-hmm. from somewhere.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you're that somewhere. You like I, these, I, uh, you like these fake introductions I've been doing the last few weeks.
2: I do, yeah. Um, uh, naked mole rat breeder. Um, it's it's interesting. Um, I don't know if I'd wish that on my worst enemy, but um, yeah, I'll take it.
0: Hey, maybe they make a lot of money. Who's to say? You want me I, to look I it up and if see how they much? Do, they,
2: then yeah, I'll be a naked mole rat breeder.
0: I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look up the salary. I guess I should introduce what this show is. Uh, this is this is yeah, a this is isn't, a, uh, this
2: isn't just some show we call. You know, talk <laughs> about random things now. Let's calm down.
0: <laughs> no, we talk uh, sports every week, mostly college football, as well as basketball, baseball, all the all the sports, every sport you've ever thought of. We cover it every uh, single week. Isn't that right?
2: Every single sport. So we're gonna start covering cricket.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it'd be good.
2: Okay, or ba- badminton. I can't,
0: yeah, why yeah, wouldn't we? Right? What else okay. we got going on? I can't find anything about the salaries on naked mole rat breeders, but I imagine yeah, considering it's,
2: I'm uh, the only one out there, probably you're probably not going to find anything.
0: Okay, well, great. Uh, well, Justin, how are you doing this week?
2: You know, it's it's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if I can say pretty good. Um, Auburn basketball. Well, actually, you know, it's Auburn sports. We're always we always get disappointed. You know, we get our hopes up and you know what hearts ripped out broke into tiny million little pieces disappointed mm. but guess what i do it every year i'm like god this year's gonna be different we're gonna have mm. success this is it no devastation no it's over
0: i can't imagine i, I don't can't imagine being an auburn fan i literally can't imagine it
2: mm. no you can't
0: <laughs> you have no idea well, this episode, we're going to talk about that Auburn basketball game, as well as some of the weirdest things ever done by athletes. We're going to have some fun trivia with a caller later on coming up, and uh, our awards show at the very end, as we always do, our weekly awards. Uh, first, Justin, I, want to, I was thinking about, this is random, uh, I may even cut this out, but I was thinking about this week, I used to work at a restaurant, right, um, as a server, and I never thought about it until now. This was like three years ago, and right before we started recording this, it hit me. There was a girl that quit there who uh, said that she left to go work on teleportation. Oh. I think she was telling the truth?
2: I mean, if she is, let's. You need to go find out where she's at. I'd love a teleportation. That would be incredible.
0: Yeah, she got hired. She claims that she got hired by a company that was looking into teleportation, like trying to study it or whatever. But
2: oh, you know what? I think I know what company she's talking about. It's over down in Birmingham. I think they call it the Psych Ward. That may be what <laughs> it's called. I don't know. It's just a... It's I,
0: I thought you were actually going to give me some useful information there for a second. But that's not I mean, case. I thought it was
2: pretty useful. They talk about teleportation probably in the Psych Ward. So, yeah. She may be there.
0: I'm going to hunt down that girl. I'm going to see if she's still into, in teleportation. Or if she ever was. Maybe she lied. Maybe that was just a weird, elaborate lie. <laughs> well... Justin, we need to talk about Auburn basketball first up. This episode is going to be a little different. We usually talk uh, sports news of the week. Uh, we're recording this actually on Wednesday, uh, even though it's airing on Sunday, because I'm going out of town this weekend to Chicago. I'm not going to have time to record on Chicago. Sunday. Chicago, The Windy City, as they call it. The home of a hot dog that is made in Chicago. The Chicago Dog, I believe is what it's called. All right, but let's, let's open up the show talking about Auburn's loss in the second round of March Madness after... Still a historic season, a 19-game winning streak, a regular season SEC championship. Auburn was upset by Miami, Miami in a 79-61 to loss, where, uh, quite frankly, Bruce Pearl seemed to be a little outcoached by uh, Jim Laurinara. Is that how you say it? Lorinaya? Lorinaga? Probably. Which one is something it? like I, that. I imagine it's Lorinaya, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, but, yeah, the Hurricanes, uh, the main thing they did that uh, stopped Auburn, they neutralized Auburn's Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler, especially in the second half. Uh, Smith str- uh, struggled to make shots, finishing 3 of 16 for 10 points. Got dunked on by the 6'3", uh, long, two days after Smith's one-handed jam in the opening round over Jacksonville State. Kessler picked up two early fouls, spent most of the opening half on the bench. He, too, couldn't find his touch, missed all six of his attempts, and tied his season low of two points. After finishing mm-hmm. with 13 and 10 rebounds and 9 blocks, last a game against Jacksonville State. Jalen Williams and Katie Johnson led Auburn with 12 points each. Smith had a game-high 15 rebounds, but it was not enough in the slightest, was it?
2: It was not. Um, well, I told you. I don't know if I ever said it on here, but you know, once we kind of started getting on a little skid earlier in the season, I was like, you know what? This is just going to be a second-round loss. Um, this team, they've kind of lost the chemistry they had before you know ever since we got that number one ranking it kind of just it just slowly went downhill after that um you know i think we relied too much offense on jabari smith there wasn't a lot you know against miami there wasn't a lot of movement it was everybody's kind of standing around it was a lot of iso ball um i thought we put up a lot of terrible shots i mean we shot 30 percent from the field and then 19 percent from three-point line um and I think what we've struggled with all season too is we've really never got Walker Kessler the ball inside the paint, in the post area, and um, we didn't, you know, against Miami. He obviously only had two points and then struggled. you know, he couldn't make a shot. He only had two points from the free throw line. Um, and I just Miami really played a lot harder harder than Auburn did. I, defensive wise, we looked just out of sorts. Um, so it, it was strange, you know. You, I know Jacksonville State. You know, I I knew they wouldn't have too much issues with them, but you know, still March Madness, you never know. As we see with Saint Peter's, I mean, they're in the Sweet 16 now. Um, I thought you know that game gives some confidence. Looked good defensive wise, but then Miami just they looked completely different. Like I said, I agree. I think Pearl was out coached, um, but offense just didn't look right. There was no movement, no flow to it at all. We put up a lot of bad shots. Turnovers killed us. Oh my gosh, we turned over the ball. Um... 13 times which isn't awful but Miami only turned the ball over four times Miami's been great about this I think they've only turned the ball over like maybe four or five times the whole tournament the first two games um so we couldn't create turnovers um we had turnovers so it was it was an ugly game what it was probably the ugliest that and the A&M game of course the two games in postseason in the in the tournaments um, were our worst games of the season. So, you know, terrible time to have our worst games of the seasons in the post-season time, but yeah, uh, it was rough. Um, Like you said, it was incredible season, you know, historic, but honestly, when you think about what that team had the potential they did have, you know, second round's pretty disappointing. Um,
0: well, let's, let's talk about that though, because like you said, this was a disappointing end to the season. So, you know, how should this Auburn team be remembered?
2: You know, I don't know because honestly, there's going to kind of get thrown under the rug of the Final Four team. Because when I'm thinking of Auburn basketball, I'm going to think of that Final Four team that made a run in the SC tournament. They won the SC tournament. Then they go on a run. They beat team. they beat Kansas, North Carolina, Kentucky to make it all the way to the Final Four. Um, I, it's just going to be behind that team. Um, I'm just going to think about regular. I'll think about Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler. And, um, you know, credible talent they were um you know and katie johnson as well who's you know he was played probably the hardest player on the team him and zep jasper both um but you know katie he was a little out of control a lot of times too but i don't know i with my kind of mindset i have though with a team like that that's played pretty well throughout the year it's like you gotta at least make it to a final four in my eyes um in the lose second round, all I'm going to think about is just like what if, what could have been. See, because in my point of view, I'm like, you got to have more success than lose first round of SC tournament or your first game SC tournament, and then lose second round in the NCAA tournament. In my eyes, that's disappointing for what this team could have actually achieved.
0: Well, what do you think Auburn basketball has to look forward to? You know, next year.
2: I I mean, it'll, I think now with. When you have the likes of Jabari Smith, um, it's, Auburn's going to see more of the one-and-done players. We're starting to get into that era of basketball for Auburn. Um, you know, we've seen Kentucky do it forever, Duke's done it forever, all these other bigger schools. Um, I think we'll start seeing it with Auburn. Uh, there's a possibility, you know, we'll get some maybe five-star or two five-stars. I think basketball's got in a good position these next however many years. Bruce his contract, I think it's seven now. Um so I'm not worried about it. It's just how is the one-and-done basketball going to look because we're not used to that. I mean, when you look at the Final Four run, that was guys that had been on the team for a while, seniors, juniors. So I guess now we'll see a lot more freshmen getting playing in time. But, you know, hopefully Pearl will still, because I think what really success-wise was, you know, went to the transfer portal, grabbed some good talent guys. But I think what really killed us, though, was guard play. Um, I, I think Zep Jasper still was great defensive-wise. Um, I don't think he shot the ball enough. Like I said, Katie Johnson was hot or cold. And then Wendell Green, I felt like he was careless with the ball a lot of times, put up some terrible shots, um, but had some good moments as well. But not top guard play. Like, you see what Miami did. Their guards were outstanding. Like, Wong, what did he do? He had 21 points. The other guard had 12. other guard had 15. They have an all-guard kind of lineup focus. And then they have another guy listed as a guard that scored 20 points. Um, so I think that's what kind of kept us back was a guard play. So I think that needs to be a focus next year. But I, like I said, I think it's bright future. And we have a lot to look forward to.
0: Yeah. What I'll, what I'll kind of say, going back to how this team, I guess, should be remembered is because, honestly, you don't win it. And it's just the, the harsh reality of sports. If you don't win the national championship, you don't get remembered by anybody other no. than that team, that team's fan base, right? So, uh, but I think there are some things that like Auburn fans are gonna remember. They're gonna remember how much fun the season was. Um, you know how how big this was for like building a foundation for the program. Like I think Auburn did take a big step up just with its fan base and like the surrounding atmosphere this year. That even the Final Four year they didn't have. Yeah. You, you know I think that this this is bigger this year was bigger than like what it looks like obviously it wasn't a national championship year that's the biggest thing you can have but it's still bigger in terms of how it's building kind of this program and uh maybe hopefully what it ends up being in later years so
2: yeah i think regular season wise and i agree with the fan the fan base it's tell you what it's grown this year um you look at the amount of sellouts they've had in a row now and Student, You know, students waiting outside the arena, camping out the arena for games. So that was pretty neat. But, yeah, still in my eyes, it's, it's just disappointing to see because I think they could have made a better run than second round.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, next week's episode will be March Madness Heavy as we'll be entering kind of the final stretch of it then. So be sure to tune in for that. But before we move on, we need to get into our weekly weird news segment, mismanagers. And now it is time for mismanagers. The headline of this article by Mashable is, Oh no, construction workers find a bunch of teeth inside a wall.
1: Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's horrifying.
2: Wait, what? Yeah. A
0: student says she gave cookies containing grandfather's ashes to classmates.
2: Why would you <laughs> ever tell someone that?
0: Angry Sill helps Australian police bust drug smuggling ring. <laughs> okay, I've got a few stories for us this week. Justin, the first of being one, uh, comes close to home here. This comes from the Huffington Post. Alabama man accused of stealing 70-ton crane.
2: Oh, okay. I want to see it's how I got, of uh, got away with that or almost got away with it.
0: So, an Alabama man who called a wrecker service asking to have a 70-ton crane pulled out of the woods is now charged with stealing the heavy machinery. The owner of a towing uh, service contacted the Chilton County Sheriff's Office on Monday saying the man had called, claiming someone gave him the crane and he wanted it removed so he could sell it for scrap. (laughs) So, he he didn't get away with it at all. He called this wrecker service to come move it. They probably couldn't move it if they wanted to, if I had to guess, 70 tons. Uh, you imagine that takes a significant crane or a significant tow truck to move that. I would say so. Um, yeah. So no, they just called the cops. Or yeah, the towing guy called the cops. Like, hey, this guy's obviously trying to steal this thing.
2: Oh, poor guy stuff. was not smart enough to get to that point.
0: No, no. How about this? I'm just going to read the title of this one. I don't think it needs much explaining. But Doritos bags will now have five fewer chips thanks to inflation.
2: I, you know, I've actually seen that a lot of products are putting less uh lesser items in their bags now to yeah to you know somewhat deal with inflation so you're paying i guess a lesser price but you're going to be getting lesser items so it's trying to trick you into thinking oh everything's all right but no no it's not
0: five chips is significant that's a big chunk of the, of a chip bag wouldn't yeah. you say and you Especially already don't burritos. get enough
2: in these bags to begin with
0: yeah it's yeah it's half air or whatever now yeah. it's going to be even more so I don't like that. I don't like that at all, Justin. I'm not afraid Sneaky. to say it. I'm not afraid Sneaky. to make that stand. Here's another story. This is uh, this is from The Guardian. This is a recurring segment we have on the show called Teeth Talk, Justin. Teeth mm, Talk is back. Uh, you always love when we talk about weird teeth things, sure don't do. you? Great. Uh, so this dentist was found guilty of damaging patients' teeth to boost profits.
2: See, this is why I hate the dentist. <laughs> I hate it because I feel like a lot of times they don't even know what the heck they're doing or they're doing something like this.
0: Uh, so a Wisconsin dentist was found guilty of health care fraud and other charges after he intentionally damaged his patient's teeth to boost profits, ranking in millions from his oh scheme. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, prosecutors say that uh, he had routinely drilled or broken his client's teeth on purpose, charging them for additional treatments. Uh, to fix the damage he had just done. Jeez. As a result, his profits ballooned, with the dentist going from making $1.4 million and installing 434 crowns in 2014 to $2.5 million in 2015, installing over 1,000 crowns, so double the crowns and
2: insane. payment.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is insane. You better believe and I, I can want get my with. Back. It. Yeah, Yeah, because eventually you're going to run into somebody who notices you're drilling into their mouth. Yeah, like, hey,
2: you know, it kind of seems like you did that on purpose.
0: And then our weirdest story of the week, uh, this comes from the New York Post. A famous singer was hospitalized because she would not uh, flatulate in front of her partner.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: uh, Brazilian songstress Vivian de Quireros, um, sorry, Quireros uh, Pierre. Had to be hospitalized after her reluctance to flatulate in front of her significant other resulted in a dangerous gas buildup. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She she says, I woke up at 5.30 a.m. with severe stomach pains and ended up in the hospital. Uh, She says her bizarre affliction started after she refused to let her rip because she wasn't on, quote, farting terms with her boyfriend. Uh, She says that she she got stomach pains, tried to ignore them, but Ended up getting so bad because of her, quote, accumulation of trapped farts that she had to uh, go <laughs> to the hospital. Well, that wraps up Miss Manager's a weird story uh, to end it on there for sure. But uh, we are up against a break. When we come back, though, we're going to uh, do some trivia with a guest caller as well as talk about the weirdest things athletes have ever done. So stay tuned.
1: You're listening to The Game Managers on WJLX
0: 101.5. Welcome back to The Game Managers podcast. I'm Nick Norris and with me is Justin Knight.
2: Oh, How's it going, guys?
0: Justin, we typically do not have callers on the show, but we had somebody write in on the Facebook page. At TGM Pod, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, asking to call in, so we decided we would bring back, bring back trivia this week for the first time in probably years. That's right. I love some trivia. I'm mm. a trivia guy. Well, we don't really know how this is going to go, but uh, let's give him a call and see. This is Billy Winston coming up, if uh, if we can get him to answer the phone.
2: It's a great name.
1: Yeah, this is Billy. This, this is Billy Winston. Billy. I'm the son of Billy. Yeah, I got you.
0: All right, good deal. How, how you doing? Where you at?
1: Man, I'm far from nowhere, but I'm I'm close to everywhere. Where you at? Uh,
0: look, I'm in the corner of the center of the earth, uh, Sipsey, Alabama. I don't know if you've, if you've visited that area before.
1: Yeah, I rode through it one time, blinked, and I was about through it on the backside of it right at about ninety
0: yeah you're not gonna miss much out there i'll be honest yeah yeah well we we gotta we got a deal for you today because we're gonna we're gonna get you to play some trivia all right so good the, the way I, this is gonna what was that good i need a prize <laughs> well if you win we're gonna get you out a t-shirt and a hat so that's that's about as good as we can do
1: can i get some sunglasses
0: we, we can probably work out some dollar general sunglasses if you're if you're so inclined i think we can do that
1: man that's fine and dandy let's (laughs)
0: go all right so the name of this game is name 10 in 30. we're going to give you a topic and you have to name 10 things on that topic in 30 seconds so if we say like name 10 words that start with the letter q you have 30 seconds to name 10 words does that make sense yeah all right so we're going to go we're going to go easy and each round is going to get a little bit harder all right so our first topic is Fruits. When I hit this uh, the sound thing here, you're going to start going, so three, two, one.
1: All right, we got apples, we got oranges, we got peaches, mmm, I like those peaches. We got pears, we got, uh, we got uh, grapes, we got watermelon, we got corn on the cob, squash, and turnip greens.
0: <laughs> that's that's nine. That's that's close enough. A, yeah, we we'll take it. <laughs> corn on the cob. <laughs> Is it only a fruit if it's on the cob?
1: I don't know. Sometimes I throw it at people. You know like you throw like apples and stuff at people. I've been known to throw a few uh uh ears of corn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well how about the next round here? We're gonna it's gonna get a little more difficult. All right, you ready? Yeah. This one is Alabama native animals. Here we go.
1: Alabama native animals. Well, I guess you consider me a Alabama native animal. <laughs> you got dogs, you got cats, you got a Sasquatch, you got that Sipsy creature thing that runs around here from time to time. Hey, you're from Sipsy, you know about that. I then know about it. You got bears, you got turkeys, you got raccoons, you got possums, and a frog.
0: <laughs> and, and a frog one frog a <laughs> frog hey in the
2: famous frog festival down
0: in Sisby too huh oh yeah right in Summit the next door neighbor there you, you ever been to the frog festival there Billy
1: I went to it one time and oh, I, you... I, seen, I seen some fellers out there and they got to doing some dancing and stuff like that man it just blowed my mind I had to get out of there I was scared
0: <laughs> scared of uh, the frog
1: fest, <laughs> yeah, those folks out there dancing around. I thought there was in some voodoo magic or something. <laughs>
0: All right, next category here is fast food chains. All right, ready, yeah, and go.
1: All right, then you got Dairy Queen, you got that Sonic place. Is that is that named after Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog? I, I wonder, wanted...
0: I think so, probably, I believe so.
1: Yeah, you got Burger King. You got uh you got Quincy's you got Shawnee's big boy. You got uh did I say Burger King? I think so. Yeah. You got you got Kentucky fried chicken. Boy, I, I could go with some chicken right now. And and you can throw in that uh corn on the cob too. And you got Lee's chicken, you got Captain D, you know, you got all those places. Boy, I'm telling you this ain't famous.
0: How did you That's not name good. McDonald's? How did you go the whole time without McDonald's?
1: Huh. I forgot about McDonald's. <laughs> all
0: right. I think this one might be up your alley, all right? This one is r- Rock Artist. Go.
1: Rock Artist. What? You got that? You got that? You got the Motley Crue. You got the GNR. You got the Metallica. You got Skid Row. You got, you got Quiet Rock. You've got Slayer, You've got Corn. You got Rolling Stones. You got Hank Williams Jr. too.
0: <laughs> you still slipped Corn in there somehow. That's good. Out of, out of out of all those, who's your favorite?
1: Well, I probably didn't mention Leonard Skinner, but Leonard Skinner's probably my favorite.
0: Yeah, pretty good. That's, that's a great one. Pretty yeah.
1: good. Well, yep, yeah, that's Sweet Home Alabama. Woo! boy, that's like a national anthem.
0: <laughs> all right. We got a couple more here. This one's going to be tough, all right? This is U.S. Presidents. Go. Yo. Hmm.
1: Well, you got, well, you got, you got, you got, you got, um, Kamala Harris. You got, uh, <laughs> President, uh, Biden. You got that Trump fella. You got, uh, Ronald Reagan. You got JFK. And people don't people don't know what that is uh, that's John F. Kennedy for some of you rednecks out there. Uh, you got George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and a Kline. Th- <laughs> uh,
0: that's good. That's really good. Who do you think shot JFK? If you just had to guess,
1: I think one of them. I think one of them Russian spies did it. That's who I think did it. It's one of them Russians. <laughs>
0: All right, last one we got here. Uh, Billy, are you you an Alabama fan?
1: No, I'm an Auburn fan. Can't you tell by my voice?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this might be tough for you then, because this one you're going to name 10 years out of the 18 that Alabama has won a football national championship. Go.
1: Name how many years?
0: 10 out of the 18.
1: All right. Uh, They won, uh, what they won last year, they won in, they won in 17, they won in 15, they won in 12, 11, 9, 78, and the, and the ghost one should have been 1966, but they didn't give it to us, them boys, them boys didn't lose the ball game. I don't like Alabama, but boy, I tell you what, my daddy beat Alabama into me like a wet dog.
0: Let's <laughs> well, eight. You, get, you can you name two more?
1: Well, let's see. Nineteen ninety-two. Yeah. And uh, not, did I say seventy-nine or seventy-eight?
0: Yeah, you 78. said seventy-eight. So you got seventy-nine. So yeah, that's
1: okay. two. That's two. All
0: right. Pretty good. good. All right. Yeah, well, I, I, I
1: want my sunglasses
0: you got sunglasses you're getting a hat you're getting a shirt you're getting everything what you got Good. going on what you got going on for the rest of the day
1: man i'm just out here i'm just out here trying to work in this darn garden but it's so dang wet man it rained so much last night boy i'll tell you what i think i'm gonna go down there to uh, mcdonald's here in little while. And get me one of those mochas. Y'all want to meet me down there? I see y'all riding around in y'all's fancy sport cars sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll meet you. We'll meet you at McDonald's. We'll meet you there. That's a good deal. So, how, how's Auburn going to be this year?
1: Oh, man. Auburn's going to win it all. <laughs> Auburn's going to win it all. Don't know who the coach is or the, their starting quarterback is. <laughs> they tried to fire that old boy about a month ago, and he just stood up and said, I ain't leaving. And I don't blame him. I wouldn't leave either, making that kind of money. Boy, I'll tell you what. That's if right. Somebody if somebody give me a couple hundred dollars, I'd coach them,
0: boys. <laughs> well, keep applying; you might just get it. All right, Well, thank you, Billy. You got any any closing words you'd like to you'd like to let the world know before you go?
1: Friends forever, drink together, and let's go, boys! War Eagle! Woo! I'm out. <laughs> All
0: right, Billy, appreciate it. We'll War see even. you next time. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that uh, that Billy called in there. That was fun, and, and great guy. Yeah, a bit weird, but uh, we got to we got to keep this thing rolling. So speaking of weird, let's talk about some of the weirdest things ever done by athletes. Justin, uh, athletes are weird people. I don't know if you know that. There's a, they did a lot of weird things, and that was that was very easy to research some of these things uh, I'm here. Not surprised. Uh, we've both got a list of things. I think I'm not sure. We got about the same amount. I may have a little more. You may have a little more. I'm not sure. So we'll just go through these. Uh, I'll say one, and you say one, and then we may end up doing a few uh, right. in a row here. So uh, these are just some things I found on different websites. I'll link those in the description. Those websites. Um, so this first one, this is uh, about Serbian tennis player Novak Djokovic. I always have trouble reading that name whenever oh, I yeah. read it. I can You're say it great normal. Tennis player. Yeah, yeah, I can say it if I'm not looking at it. I can Isn't say it, it. it.
2: Novak Djokovic.
0: Yes, yeah, Djokovic. But I always, whenever I'm looking at it, I'm like, did Djokovic?
2: Uh, I need to,
0: I need to just put Novak, and then I, if I didn't see that, I could say it easily. Yeah. Anyway, he allegedly bought the entire world supply of donkey cheese. What? Although uh, it's it's supposed to be the most expensive cheese in the world, uh, it was first reported that uh, Djokovic uh, purchased the only Ser- Serbian donkey from where the cheese can be made. There's only uh, really one would de-
2: donkey that can make this type of cheese.
0: I guess. He would deny that he bought the entire world supply of cheese, but he did it to open a restaurant or something, but then I, I don't think it worked out. I don't remember. But, yeah, the entire world supply of donkey cheese.
2: <sighs> okay.
0: <laughs> it's weird.
2: <laughs> okay. I'll move on to mine. That's interesting. <laughs> um, Jesper Parnovic, he may not be a household name. I probably didn't say it right. But he has five PGA Tour wins and one master under his belt, which is nothing this needs at, especially if you got a pile of volcanic dust on your desk. Uh, whenever uh, Parnovic is feeling glum, he likes to eat, <laughs> eat, I said that again, let me say it a third time, he likes to eat a handful of volcanic sand. I just take it straight. It's from somewhere in Europe. I bring it back from Sweden, so it probably tastes great. What say you, Pavernik? It tastes like regular dirt. Enjoy your <laughs> dirt. So, I don't uh, know if he thinks he gets some kind of superpowers maybe from eating some special volcanic dirt um or he just maybe takes it thinks it's cocaine or something but it's just dirt.
0: Um, well, that's something that we're going to hear a bit about in this because some of these guys are they've lost like their tether to reality. And because they're so rich and famous, nobody looks them in the eye and tells them they're weird anymore. Oh, and yeah. so they just they get on these weird habits, and then they just assume that it's that thing. Like uh, we talked about that one in one of our episodes of um of our other show, ranked the most iconic years in sports history on on its linked in the description as well. We talked about that one Australian race car driver who believed that uh, crystals could could repair his car.
2: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: And so he'd just keep a box of crystals loose in his, in his race car, and if anything happened to it, if he wrecked, he thought that that would that would heal it. Like that, <laughs> these people, they just lose their tether to reality. That's that's something we're gonna see a lot of. Mm. Speaking of that, according to GQ, Hideki Matsui, he owns somewhere in the ballpark of fifty-five thousand adult videos on VHS.
2: Oh, not Hideki Mats. Uh- who is Who Say it again. Who was
0: it? Hideki Matsui, I believe how you say it. Oh,
2: Matsui. I thought you said something else.
0: So to put that into perspective, the average stock of a video rental store in 1989 had 3,600 adult VHS tapes, which means that by the time uh, he retired from the MLB in 2012, he had around 15 blockbusters in his home collection worth oh of gosh. adult videos. <laughs> what, there's no way you can... Even if you sat down and you said, I'm going to take the next six years and do nothing but watch these in, like, in order, I don't think you could finish them. <laughs> like, I don't know what he's doing with these.
2: I guess he just wanted a lot to choose from. He wanted some variety.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Um. So uh, Marquise uh, Daniels, he spent 10 seasons in the NBA. He played for the Mavericks, Pacers, Celtics, and the Bucks. Um, he uh, he had a jeweled headpiece made out of himself. It's three pounds of 13 karat gold.
0: It's terrifying, too. If you look at it, it's like his face, but it's just it, it's just like diamond-encrusted, and then the eyes are weirdly lifelike, and it's so unsettling.
2: And, see, and the fact that you have it made of yourself in your own home, you must think a lot of yourself. You must think very yeah. highly. And the fact that you're using... Three pounds of thirteen karat gold, my gosh.
0: Yeah, if yeah, look that up. Anybody who's interested, look look at It's very unsettling. I hate it. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a couple of weird things that happen. I'm not gonna bat on about these because everybody knows about them. But you know, Tanya ta- Harding, she broke Nancy Kerrigan's leg or whatever with a mm. pipe, or had somebody do it. That's that's pretty weird, pretty crazy. Yeah. And you know, Dennis Rodman, he met Kim Jong Un somehow. They're, they're somehow. <laughs> that was that was weird. They're best buddies. Yeah, 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 I think I think that's probably started out as we're gonna send you over there, and you're gonna get some intel and maybe kill him, and then he just didn't, <laughs> just yeah, came back, like a, and he just cool took dude. a trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, weird, weird stuff.
2: All right, uh, here's a good one. Here, uh, Bill Romanoski is one of the toughest players to ever play in the National Football League. Now, having said that, he's also one of the craziest. Romanowski would routinely cut the bridge of his nose before games. He said that when he stepped onto the field, his mindset was to kill somebody. If this guy was just out on the streets, he'd probably be a criminal or a murderer. Think about that. (laughs) He got into fights, even crushing the eye socket with a punch on his own teammate in 2003. He probably had over 15 legitimate concussions, but still played into his late 30s. To top it all off, he was implicated in the Balco scandal, minute to taking steroids. Shocker! Oh my <laughs> gosh.
0: Oh yeah, that's weird. What a psycho! Weird. Uh, here are some uh, some weird ways that people, that athletes have gotten injured. If you don't mind, I'll go. I'll just go through these. Then I think you have some weird things athletes have signed. And you can just go through I, those. I do. But, yeah. So I'll go through these first. So some weird ways that athletes have been injured outside of sports. Uh, Glenn Healy, he was the former Leafs goaltender. Uh, he had a passion for playing bagpipes, mm, nice. but it surprisingly caused him to miss a few games because he sliced his hand open while playing and was forced, forced to receive stitches after attempting to repair an old set.
2: How do you s- <laughs> oh, so he was trying to repair it. Okay.
0: Yeah, he was trying to repair it and, uh, and, and couldn't play for a while afterward. Hmm. Uh, I'm just going to burn through these. Greg A. Harris. He was a former Rangers reliever. He was forced to miss two games due to elbow inflammation. Uh, now that's not uncommon. You know, uh, pitchers they they have issues with their elbows, shoulders, whatever, all the time. But do oh. you want to know how what happened, why his was caused? Oh, why? Uh, flicking too many sunflower seeds at his friend in the dugout during a game.
2: I didn't think that'd mess up your arm, but okay.
0: <laughs> Had been a lot of sunflower seeds.
2: a lot of sunflower seeds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Bauer, if you recall, Bauer was forced to leave game 3 of the ALCS uh, against the Toronto Blue Jays due to excessive bleeding. He actually cut himself while trying to repair a drone.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember that.
0: Yep. Uh I'm probably going to mispronounce this. Vein Grundel Grundelin. Uh in preparation for an international match, the Norwegian defender decided to make to take a run. Oddly, he somehow managed to run into a moose, and the collision ultimately forced him to leave the international matchup. That is. Uh, how do you just go on a run and run into a moose? You how do you not see a moose?
2: Unless the moose came out of the woods and just side clipped him.
0: <laughs> they have. Oh, bah. That'd be terrifying. Dude. Seriously,
2: yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't want to. What international event? What was he doing before?
0: Uh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Lionel Simmons, the former Sacramento Kings small forward, was uh, forced to miss two games during his rookie season due to tendonitis in his wrist and forearm. The injury, Justin, was caused by playing too much Game Boy.
2: Mm, ah, don't blame him. Game Boy. That was a great system.
0: Uh, I didn't I know that was a thing.
2: though, from playing it.
0: Yeah, he had to have been just all over that thing. just never stopped playing. Jeez. Well, that's, that's crazy. Uh, Nolan Ryan, the legendary pitcher, once missed a start after he was supposedly bitten by a coyote.
2: Uh, that I can believe, that Nolan <laughs> Ryan. That dude was probably out trying to kill some coyotes.
0: And the last weird injury I have here, Tom Glavine, Glavin. Some cases of food poisoning can be so bad that it can apparently shatter bones. During the 1992 MLB season, Hall of Fame pitcher, uh, he, was used, he used so much force while vomiting that he cracked a rib.
2: Oh, man, that's That's brutal. I've,
0: I've heard of people doing that, and that sounds incredibly painful. That I mean,
2: that, cool. that's, that's a lot of force, to be cracking a rib, throwing up that violently. Oh, golly, Gee, that's, I, that's I brutal. Mean, yeah, I have thought I've thrown up pretty hard, but a crack a rib? Golly. Mm. All
0: okay. right, what, what are some weird things you've got that athletes have signed, have autographed? Oh,
2: okay, yeah, weird things. So let's start off here with hockey player Carl Onzer. He pinned his name on a woman's leather whip at a signing. Who knows why she had a whip on her? Uh, he signed it. Good for her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good honor. her. Golden State Warriors' Clay Thompson. Uh, he once signed a toaster. Apparently the fan was mem- memor- uh, memorable Sorry, uh, because Thompson later invited the gadget guy to the Warriors' Championship Array. That's pretty cool.
0: That's fun. Yeah, I like that. That's cool.
2: Um, L.A. King's uh, goalie Jonathan Quick's oddest item is a little cheesy. He once signed a fan's grilled cheese sandwich, and what's worse is that the sandwich already had two bites out of it and was oozing with saliva. It's disgusting. <laughs> Awful.
0: That's disgusting. Also, they're not selling grilled cheeses there, are they? No. So somebody so where are the somebody, somebody brought grilled cheese. Somebody brought that grilled cheese, took two bites of it, and got it signed.
2: Oh, that's terrible. Why would you want a grilled cheese signed? Uh, All right. David Price, uh, when he was with the Red Sox, uh, he signed a Twinkie. Nice. Uh, Rumor has it the sweet treat will survive the apocalypse. So why not? And the Twinkie then went for $56 on eBay.
0: I figured it'd sell for more than that, honestly. I would think
2: too, but I guess since it's a food item, it's not going to last very long. Yeah. And then the last thing we got here it's National Pet Day.
0: It's not, but when when this article was written, it was.
2: (laughs) <laughs> if it was National Pet Day, I would say it's National Pet Day. But uh, we wouldn't want to leave out our furry friends. Uh, NASCAR driver Casey Kane signed a fan's dog. The pup didn't have much hair, so its owner thought it would be the perfect place for Kane to leave his mark. No word if the dog agreed to this. Um, once again, I don't get it. The poor dog. Why would you want someone's signature on your dog?
0: Also, it had to have been a relatively short fur dog to be able to sign it and where did he sign it on the dog that's what i want to know
2: he probably just signed it right on it right on its snout
0: <laughs> probably so probably so uh and the last thing we're going to talk about here and i left left this for last because i think this one will lead into a conversation of weird things that athletes have done uh ted williams you know iconic baseball player you know when he died he had his head decapitated and frozen after his death
2: oh yeah that's right yeah
0: so, that's a weird thing to do, first of all. But also, it begs the question. Let's say, if the technology ever comes around, that they are able to revive his head, put it on a different human body, and revive his head. Do you think, Justin, that he would be able to just walk out into a baseball game and have that, you know, and, and be able to play? If they put him, let's say they put him on, like, a, a big, muscular, former baseball player, like a, a, a current MLB star, you take that old man's head, you put it on that body. Can he walk out and play baseball?
2: Um, I think everybody would probably run away in fright. <laughs> I'd be scared to death. It'd be like a nightmare movie. No. no.
0: No? I know muscle memory is a big thing. But what if you gave him like a month to prepare? You think he could go out and play? I, I
2: don't know. I mean. Or even a year. He's, he's in a completely different body. You just put the head on a body. So all he has is just the brain. I don't. I don't think so. No. you don't think so? No.
0: Do you Do you think that his like reaction time and stuff would even be good enough, even if he had the con- to control the body that he could? Because first of all, he's an old man, and he's been, his head's been frozen for decades.
2: Yeah, I would say probably not. No, this wouldn't work <laughs> out at all. <laughs>
0: uh, would you get your head frozen? Would you do that?
2: No. Don't plan. You on. don't
0: want to. You don't want to wake up in the future. Check it out.
2: It's so why does why freeze only your head? Why not freeze your whole body?
0: It's cheaper. It's cheaper to just freeze your head. I guess that's true. But yeah.
2: I don't know just a risk you take. You what if you, you freeze your head and they just throw you on some terrible body?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I, I get. Like what are they <laughs> But what are they going to They're not going to put you on like a Do you think they do you think if they only available Body was like a twenty one year old woman's body. Do you think they'd put a hundred year old man Ted Williams' head on that body? <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
2: now that that would be frightening. <laughs> that would be terrifying.
0: Okay, let's say let's say that they they just found the most the most per- perfect woman's body in the world. They put Ted Williams' head on it, and you got you you got to you got to put like a bag on his head. But so you could date why, her. First you could date her. Would you walk Williams, around with her? <laughs>
2: no. Uh, why did Ted Williams want to do this in the first place?
0: Why would he want his head frozen? Yeah. So he could wake up in the future. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he can be a future man. He can play more baseball when they put him on a baseball player's body or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think I'd. I think I'd like. I think I'd have my head frozen if I had the money. I'd probably do it.
2: I don't think I'd want to. I'll
0: pass. Okay. Well I think that's enough Ted Williams talk. What do you say?
2: I'd say so. I'm tired of talking about so, his head.
0: So you wouldn't date you wouldn't date female Ted Williams? No. What if he what if he like embraced it? What if he was like, No, I am a woman. By all biological means I am a woman and I love you, Justin.
2: No. Why? I mean you still got the ugly head.
0: <laughs> but he's got a wig and a and a bag on his head. Wig.
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: okay what okay what about if they just took his brain and put it in the most beautiful woman's body
2: i mean i still probably weird because um i'm guessing ted williams was straight um so obviously he's gonna have straight uh, he's not gonna look at a man and be like oh yeah
0: when did ted williams die oh he died in 2002 what was that no he didn't
2: you're lying
0: that's what this says. Ted Williams' date of death, two thousand two, but what? he was he was eighty three.
2: I thought he died way before that.
0: I thought he did too. So when was he all born? The, all
2: those baseball players, all these famous baseball players, just seem old as dirt to me.
0: So he was born in nineteen eighteen. Hmm. Okay, so nineteen eighteen to two thousand two. So you put that 83, 84, whatever you said, man. You know your old man's head on that body. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's working. No. <laughs> Do you think we'll see it in our lifetime? Do you think they'll have that technology in our lifetime to revive Ted Williams? No. Okay, me neither. <laughs> I, I
2: almost feel like, too, you start doing a situation like that, we're going to pull a Jurassic uh, Jurassic Park, except it's going to be with humans.
0: It's going to be with Ted Williams. He's going to be roaming yeah, around he's, trying he's to bite people. Around. Yeah, he's going
2: to start biting people and call it this terrible disease. <laughs> the Ted Williams disease. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think we've learned enough about weird athletes. How about we learn something else in your famous segment, Justin? Let's visit the Learning Corner with Professor Knight.
1: All right, students, gather round and put on your listening ears. It's time to visit the Learning Corner with Professor Knight. What are we learning today, Professor?
2: Oh, welcome, everyone, back for another Learning Segment. Welcome to my uh, classroom, or my corner, as we like to call it, the learning corner. I just have a little corner in our room. Um, So today, uh, since we've been talking about March Madness, you know, pieces, we'll talk about March Madness bracket history. So how much do you know about a bracket? How
0: much do I know about a bracket? Yeah. Nothing. I don't even know who I picked in my bracket.
2: (laughs) No, well, I'm just saying a bracket in general. Um, Like, when do you think the first ever bracket, when do you think they made a bracket for any kind of tournament?
0: Oh, I don't know because they were used to be just on paper. Oh, you mean like the not just like a fan bracket, like the first tournament bracket? Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
2: like for for any sport.
0: Oh man, ah, uh, a thousand years ago.
2: Okay, a little off, but I like your enthusiasm. <laughs> okay. Um, 1851 was the first bracket in a sports tournament. It was a chess tournament in London. Really. So, yeah, the city was hosting the Great Exhibition for British Technology, and English chess master uh, Howard Staunton set out to organize the world's first international chess tournament. But it's called the first bracket because it has a picture here. It looks like um, punctuation symbols, also known as brackets. Um, oh. So that's how it's got its name. And um, this is another thing. I've actually found some more odds on a perfect bracket. This actually kind of makes more sense. Okay, um, I'm excited it, to hear this. this This is the math behind it, okay? You ready? Uh Uh-huh. This is the math behind it. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. So there's 64 teams in the bracket. So the basic calculation is the number of possible outcomes for 63 games picked. That would be two, the number of potential winners for each game, to the 63rd power, the number of games in the bracket. More simply, that's two times two, 63 times which is equal to roughly 9.2 quintillion, which we've talked about that number. So for reference, if you filled out 1 billion random brackets every single mm-hmm. second for 100 straight years, you would still be 6 quintillion brackets shy of 9.2 quintillion.
0: Yeah, so it's, so, n- it's never going to happen, is it?
2: No, it will. like I said, it will never <laughs> happen. Now, the greatest bracket we know of, um, I think, let's see. Someone went 39 games before getting one wrong. Wow, uh, which is pretty incredible. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, in 2018, there was one that picked 51 out of 63 games correct. Um, so there's
0: been people that's gotten relatively close. It's just yeah. That perfect- um, I mean that
2: that's yeah. that's very close. Probably the closest you can. I mean it's. Um, so I thought that was very interesting. So more so brackets. This is where brackets came from. A chess tournament, 1851. I thought that was very interesting.
0: Very interesting. Well, thank you for another fantastic and knowledgeable segment, Professor. When we come back, we will give out our most prestigious weekly awards, the TG Emmys. Be back in a jiffy or maybe even two jiffies. Be right back. All right, welcome back, everyone, to the Game Manager's Podcast, where we are about to present the sports world's most prestigious weekly awards, the TG Emmys. I'm Nick Norris, and with me is Justin Knight. Oh, hello. Now, uh, for my first award, Justin, I'm going to give out the award for Most Unnecessary Branding Change, and that goes to Vanderbilt, who ditched the traditional Mm. star logo for a modern, boring logo that just has the letter V. There's nothing to it, and there's nothing really... Wrong. It's just it looks like they picked a font on Word, typed V, and then printed that out.
2: Vanderbilt it's, just keeps on losing.
0: It's it's just it's not it's not recognizable. It's not interesting. It's not really good. Maybe may, actually maybe there is something wrong with it because it's not very it's not very good. I don't I don't know. Yeah, what about, mean, about your award? What do There's
2: nothing wrong with the logo before, so it's just kind of strange.
0: no. I kind of like the old logo, but whatever.
2: Um, I mean, I'd say my award is. Um, people probably saw this one coming. Um, gr- um, let's see how should I word this? Mm. Um, I, I, I I'll just say this. Um, great regular season, terrible postseason and that goes to Auburn basketball. Hey mm. congratulations. love y'all during the regular season, but my goodness, it just it it fell apart. Breaks my heart, <laughs> my poor little heart.
0: Mm, well, now you can finally move on and look forward to football season, right?
2: Yes, and get disappointed again. Mm.
0: Mm. Well, how about our high school athlete of the week? This goes to Curry High softball's Ella Key, who pitched five no-hit innings for an 8-0 win over Marshall County on Monday. So nice. Very good. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, our best of the week. I'm going to give it to a three-time Grand Slam champion and Australian tennis legend, Ashley Barty, who announced she will be retiring from tennis at just age uh, yeah, 25
2: yeah. while
0: still being the top-ranked player. She just won the Australian Open two months ago, the first Australian woman to win singles there in over 40 years. Wow. Uh, but she basically said she did everything she set out to do and she just wants to move on. And I think that's well, that's cool yeah. because you know she's leaving a lot of money, fame on the table, but ultimately said, I've done everything I want to do. I'm going to do something else now. So that's that's pretty cool.
2: Good yeah. for her. Better than Tom Brady.
0: <laughs> and bust of the week is going to go to Baker Mayfield, mm. who requested a uh, a leave from the Browns. Looks like he's going to get it. And as of recording, he's probably been picked up by the time this episode airs, but as of recording, not being picked up and not many options left to be picked up at. So
2: Yeah, I don't know where the heck he's going to go.
0: Yeah, I'm sure by the time this airs, he's been picked up, but also maybe he hasn't. It's hard to say. (laughs)
2: Mm, Poor guy. All right.
0: And finally, we need to do our listener email of the week. If you'd like to email the show, you can do so at GameManagersPod at gmail.com. You can also send a message on the Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages at TGMPod. This email comes from Daryl. Oh, hey, Daryl. He says, if you had to get rid of one of the big three, which would it be? So I'm guessing he means football, basketball, baseball. Take into account Ooh. that the world knows you are responsible for the loss of whichever you choose.
2: Oh my gosh,
0: that's a good question. I like this question so a lot. So the
2: world, the whole world.
0: Yeah, they know that they know that you had to make this choice, and they know which one you chose, and they know it was you.
2: Okay, so thinking in a world perspective here, um, I'm going to say football because if you look at the whole ge- in the world in general, yeah, football is mostly just a. United States, that's, that's a sport. It's not really Here's the thing,
0: regards. though. Here's the thing. We live in Alabama, so we'd have to move out of country. Also...
2: <laughs> that's, hey, we could go live in... Let's go live in Italy or something.
0: Also, you're going to have a lot of companies coming at you for canceling the Super Bowl. Mm, yeah, Super like Bowl. worldwide companies.
2: I'm, I'm sticking with football.
0: Okay, what about... I, I know football isn't played much anywhere else. But what about... I mean, nobody's getting rid of basketball. That's the one you can't touch, right? You can't yeah. touch basketball. And it, soccer's not included, but you cannot touch soccer. You'd be dead in an hour. Oh, yeah. But I, I guess you could pick baseball. I mean, nobody's going to want that. They I mean, they play it elsewhere, but it's not big anywhere really anymore, I mean, right? It's, it's so, big
2: in Japan. Yeah, in in Japan. I, I, it's big big in the uh um you know dominican republic i think mexico they like baseball
0: um but it's not it's it's not football in america is it and it's no it's not even yeah and and baseball's big in america but it's not football or basketball i think if you that's
2: because i like baseball i wouldn't want to see baseball gone
0: yeah yeah i mean i don't either i don't want to see any of these gone and I think also, I guess if you get rid of baseball, you get rid of softball too, right? Actually, because
2: what the heck am I saying? Football? I I, I would say basketball.
0: You'd get, you would let the world know that you got rid of basketball. Yeah, an I Olympic changed. sport.
2: I changed the basketball. Uh, Baseball's an Olympic sport.
0: Yeah, but basketball's the big Olympic team sport. Like that's uh, the nobody one. Nobody
2: cares to watch it because we know the United States is going to win.
0: <laughs> that's a great question. I guess okay. Here's what I'm going to say. If I can if I can move. I'll probably I'm probably picking baseball regardless. I'm probably picking baseball no matter what.
2: I'd like to switch to basketball after rethinking my decision here. Um, because I I love football more than basketball. Um, yeah. Now, if basketball. if it
0: was if it was just me and nobody knew that it was me that picked it, I'd pick basketball. Yeah. But if yeah. if the world knows it, I think I'm picking baseball.
2: I think I'll go with basketball because even though, like I said, I still like my argument of it's not big. Football's not big around the world of course it is here yeah probably not great I'd probably have people at my door every hour probably every second <laughs>
0: yeah. Um,
2: yeah I'd say basketball because I don't think I think we'll be fine
0: alright well that was an excellent email that was a from Daryl yeah. uh, that's the kind of emails I like I, I, I like the ones that's just random weird stuff so yeah if you'd yeah, like to I, send one like that spot at gmail.com please send Please. I like the over. what if questions yeah all right, well, that wraps it up for this week. We'll be back next Sunday for a March Madness-heavy special episode. Uh, please remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TGMPod. Visit our website, the game at, uh, thegamemanagers.com. And I think that wraps it up. Justin? That's
2: perfectly said. Hey, hope you all enjoyed listening to this episode. Um, we love, you know, questions you send in. We love everybody that's listening to it.
0: We appreciate you, and we hope you're doing well. Hmm. very good alright well thank you all for listening we'll see you next week alright War Eagle anyways Blue 42 Blue 42 Hut Hut Hike thank you for listening to the Game Managers like the show on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at TGM Pod until next week goodbye adios and sayonara